You look at what Jimmy Johnson's doing with Jack and Nelson. I talk about the record-setting history that this team is making. Crasher's throwing all kinds of stats at you. That's that, that sh- what Phoenix has been to Team Hendrick and, of course, Jimmy Johnson. You still get those people, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or on the phones or texts that we get that can't stand Jimmy Johnson and what they're doing. Oh, no, another Jimmy Johnson championship. I'm not going to watch NASCAR. How can you turn off greatness with what these – I mean, the, you people turn off the New England Patriots, the Chicago Bulls, the Los Angeles Lakers? No, you don't turn them off. You don't turn it off. You watch – You can't. No. You can't, Kenny. And I, I, the guy – I can't think of his name. The former driver who was on ESPN um, – I can't think of his name right now. But he said the same thing, and that's what I've been saying for years. People look back on this period – and say I was there when greatness, when when Jimmy Johnson rewrote everything. He may not get seven championships, but nobody's won five in a row. He's got a chance to win six. Seven is the record by uh, Dale Senior and Richard Petty. But you can't ignore the fact that this guy might win six out of uh, uh, what six out of seven. I mean, it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal run. And you can always say that I was there when it happened. And anybody who uh, doesn't appreciate that is not a race fan. They're a, a, a Jimmy, they're a, a, a fan of Denny Hamlin or a fan right. of Brad Keslowski or a fan of Jeff Gordon or whoever. But you can't be a race fan and diminish what Jimmy Johnson is doing. Crasher, what was that that we heard this week in regards to Jimmy Johnson wanting number eight? He's going for it. That's really his focus right now. He's, I mean, of course he wants to win number six, number seven. That's the way to get to eight. But his main focus, and this is going to come up in that Hannah Storm piece on ESPN this Tuesday, his focus is to get eight. He wants to set the overall championship record. And we were talking post-race show today at Texas Motor Speedway, and he's even slipped to some people who have said, well, what's a number? What's a number for you? What are you really shooting for? He slipped to some people, I don't know, 10 sounds like a good number, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) So take that. But stat man, I, don't know. I think uh, I think some of that is just getting everybody else, uh, just like he used to went those digs at Denny Hamlin a couple years ago. I think he's just getting everybody's mind uh, screwed up. He wants six, and once he gets six, then he'll go for seven. Ten is you know that's a little bit out of the box. No, without question, Jimmy Johnson and crew chief Chad Canals are very methodical about these things. Right. Right now, today, the focus is on six. But he is, he, as he tells Hannah Storm, he, he is really wanting to set the new record. And, of course, Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt Sr. have the current record of seven total championships. Jimmy Johnson wants to be the first to eight. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. What the hell's going on, Freak Nation? Be a part of this. Twitter, Facebook, or you can get on the Happy Horn, 8669Freaks, 866-937-3257, 8669Freaks, or Pit Crew at SpeedFreaks.tv. We're talking about the record-setting run that Jimmy Johnson is on his way to claim number six. Suck it up, Johnson haters. It's going to happen. Look into what happened. It's you know it's the intangibles that happen in the race. Look at the mistake that Brad Kozlowski did, sliding sliding into his pits, overshooting his pits, and they had to back the car up. He loses eight spots. That's stuff that Jimmy Johnson's going around the track, and Brad Kozlowski somewhere is thinking about that in his head. He's thinking about it. 
And that's the idea of a champion, how you can get in people's head that are chasing you without you even doing any, any, any business with them. Kaslowski was he overthought it, Crash. Look what happened. He overshoots the pit stop, and as you say, fell eight spots. Exactly. And for those of you guys saying Danica Patrick was in his way, she was blocking him, get a life. She did nothing wrong on that. I think what shocked Brad, Kasl- Brad Keselowski is the fact that she was on the same lap as him. Danica ran a hell of a race today. It might not be the numbers that people want to see, like a top 10 or something, but this was her best finish of the year. It was 24th. She finished on the lead lap. Her restarts, as we saw last night and today, are getting much better. I may have to eat crow and say she just may be a nice little NASCAR driver. Ooh. <laughs> you have to borrow, borrow some of that crow in Statman's mouth right about now. <laughs> I got I got good confidence in that. You know, it depends on what you consider a, a, the definition of a NASCAR driver. If top twenty makes her a NASCAR driver, then she might become a NASCAR driver. But there's so much that has to happen in order to be successful in this series because they've made all these cars as equal as possible and you have to have a, a Chad Canals, uh, a, a Jimmy Johnson kind of relationship uh, as close as possible and so many people on the same page in order to win and unless you can get that kind of relationship with a crew chief and a crew that is interested in helping me. I've seen guys go into the pits in first place and come out in 15th and never get back to the top five. Crew can A crew can make or break you in uh, NASCAR racing. When you look, again, at, at the greatness of Jimmy Johnson, he's cro- – he's, I'm not going to say jump the shark. He has transcended the sport, whether it's Good Morning America, whether it's ESPN or Fox or some other midday show. This guy is is becoming somewhat of, well, an unlikely ambassador because he's gotten railed so many years about being vanilla and just low-key Jimmy. But it really, Stat, it's his coolness that is getting him ins- inside the gates, the doors of what is usually some pretty private company, and trying to spread the gospel for NASCAR and working his way up into a sixth championship. Yeah, that I looked at that uh, the report of the Bruton Smith news conference from Texas, and his idea that he wants guys to leap out of the car and start, you know, fighting, throwing helmets at each other and fists at each other. I don't know that that's the case. I don't know that people want that. Uh, you know, there, there, certainly there's people that would like that, but I, I don't. Th- I think that Jimmy Johnson is what they want to sell and if again if you don't like jimmy johnson and the success that he's having then you know get a life go watch something else go watch the mma go watch something else i think this is what nascar needs in order to uh, uh break into a different reality uh you know maybe they could get another million fans and go to 80 million right <laughs> <laughs> well, Stat, one thing that I thought of this afternoon, it, uh, do you see similarities, or Crash, do you see similarities between Jimmy Johnson and the Denny Hamlin r- championship run versus Kozlowski and Jimmy Johnson? Do you see comparisons to that, the tail end of the season? Hmm. No, I think Brad's a little bit of a cooler head than Denny, Denny Hamlin was. But at the same time, I think he's covering up a little bit of fear He's just playing it a little cooler. You know, and I wonder, Stat, Crash and I are talking about this again, how 
Brad Kozlowski, he's he's gone to the to the other side. He's not that somewhat arrogant. Say what I'm thinking. Let me lay it out there. It's my business. Nobody's going to tell me what to say or do. But now it seems like he's kind of gone to the other side, and we're going to get the same old vanilla BS that comes out a lot of a lot of NASCAR drivers because he's afraid of offending his beer sponsor. Again, that's air quotes for you guys listening in Radio Land. His beer sponsor, which again, beer drinkers have no problem with irreverent bastards talking smack. So, getting back to Brad Kozlowski. And Crasher, you're talking about Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin did speak his mind, but now Keselowski, if Ke- if Ke- if Keselowski had a chance to go off on what he's really feeling, what he's really what he really wants to talk about, maybe that would be a way for Crash Crasher for him to get rid of some of the anxiety of having to chase five timer. You think? No, that's a very good point, and I also think that the reason Brad Keselowski is not going to win this championship is because he dissed the media almost all weekend. And that, to me, is just not how you play this game. It was a very big struggle for even Texas Motor Speedway to bring him in for one news conference on the weekend. That's just not right. What these drivers, I don't know what's going on in NASCAR land, because is it the PR is not putting their foot down where they should? I mean, we were told that NFL players, if they don't speak, if they're a playmaker, if they're a storyline in a particular week and they don't speak to the media when they're told to, they get fined. I don't know if NASCAR needs to start doing this, but the storylines right now are Clint Boyer, Jimmy Johnson, Brad Keselowski. The track and NASCAR themselves shouldn't have to twist their arm to come in and do a news conference. Yet that's the way it was all weekend for Brad Keselowski. Jimmy Johnson, on the other hand, was much more receptive to doing interviews. It could be partially because he's so calm, cool, and collected and been there, done that five times already on this championship run. But I don't care how nervous you are. Part of your job is doing interviews. Just do it. Statman, I don't recall Jimmy's attitude when he was going for that first championship. If he was plugged up himself, if he was pulling the Kozlowski and shunning the the multiple media requests for interviews, and if he was just trying to zero in and use the typical responses, I just want to focus on the championship. I don't want to talk to anybody else. I have no idea who I was intimidating right there. Or uh, That was kind of a low voice, dude. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> I have no idea who, who I was impersonating. I have no idea. Well, the one thing about Jimmy and Chad is that I think, I think I have this right. They've never finished lower than seventh in the championship. So they, are, they have been successful. I think they qualified on the pole maybe for their first Daytona 500, something like that, certainly in the first row. Uh, I think they've, they're so used to success that it's, they've been comfortable with it from the beginning. And uh, that's not the same with Denny leaped out of the pack and fallen back to it. Uh, Kozlowski has leaped out of the pack the last couple of years, certainly this year. And, uh, you know, it's hard. And the spotlight is, you know, you can get burned in the spotlight very easily. And it's just hard to win championships. And you, you know, look what happened to Carl Edwards. You know, Edwards was tied for the championship last year, and this year you got you couldn't find the Carl with a GPS. So it's you know it's it's hard. And once you get used, takes some getting used to. And if you shy away from the spotlight, it's bad. It's not good. It's not good for the sport, but it's understandable, I think. Crash Glad, a stat man, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. We're talking about the greatness of Jimmy Johnson. And I'm not a freaking snorkeler, but I I just recognize what the hell's going on. I understand how difficult it is. 
for those guys to do what they're doing. And Crasher, we threw this out there, how I said, how do you turn off greatness? And then Top McGruff tweets back, the same way you turn off a guy who has the biggest who he meant to say who was the biggest cheater in NASCAR for his crew chief. That's my point. Every crew chief out there is cheating. Every crew chief out there is cheating. Every driver out there is cheating. I'm putting it out there. It's happening. They just got caught because you pushed the envelope, and they're still winning championships. You think NASCAR? You do you think NASCAR would not rather have Dale Earnhardt winning these championships over Jimmy Johnson? <laughs> no. And they're and they're even more than that. You think they're not investigating everything he does? Every time he sneezes, they want to count the amount of spit that comes out of his mouth. Right. They they are checking him out every opportunity they get because it would do nothing. He couldn't do anything better than to uh, you know catch him in a lie and make it hard for him. Uh, I think that uh, they're they're investigating him right and left, and he's under investigation. That's all I can say. Kenny, Tom Top McGruff on Twitter is also one of those guys who spells Jimmy's first name with a Y. Right. Yeah. So well, I'm so. not insulting someone on their spelling because I am certainly the spelling bee champion on this side of the Mississippi. Again, he says, no matter how many wins and titles Jimmy with a Y ends up with, most people will believe there needs to be an asterisk by his name. Truth. That's a Jimmy hater. That's a Chad Canals, Jimmy hater, Rick Hendrick hater, unless it's a Dale Earnhardt fan. I have... I have no idea who's a, who he's a fan of. People, this is greatness. I don't own any Lowe's stock or any Jimmy Johnson paraphernalia. I have zero. I have nothing invested in this guy. But, man, we are witnessing greatness.